You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. I mean, really, this is the easiest marketing strategy that every founder can use, especially if you're at the MVP stage. A webinar is going to get you a lot of the conversions that you want. Welcome to the Founder Success Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and on this show... We're focused on helping founders get paid. We want to help you build that SaaS company, grow that startup. We interview some top founders from around the world and listen to their marketing strategies. How do they get to where they are? Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. What's good, founders? Thank you so much for tuning in to Founder Success Methods. I'm your host, Coach Chris. Today, we're going to talk about webinars for your MVP. This is something that I'm literally doing again right now for my tool, the podcast management system. I personally love using webinars because I look at it as a simple podcast episode. And I know that kind of sounds like crazy, but I think the format is the same. The format is really, really simple that I use. And I've done this before for another tool I have for podcast editors, and it works. It's a way to really convert people really fast, even if you don't have a product ready, right? When I was searching on Google like a year and a half ago, how do I sell a product before I have the product? Like, what's the process for that? I really didn't find too much information on it. So what I decided was to kind of create a formula just and this is not some perfect thing. It's just something I made up that I've done on webinars. It's gotten me users and it's gotten people paying for a product that's just at the MVP stage. And I've done this multiple times now, like I said, so you could take this and run with it and use it and all of that good stuff. And I mentioned podcasting because I think that when you record solo content like this, it kind of prepares you to do a webinar. I think having the live webinars is great, right? Like people can ask you questions and there's engagement, there's a conversation. That's great. What's also great is being able to send somebody a 20 to 25 minute video that explains everything because some people can't show up to the live. Some people might want to watch it at one in the morning. You know, some people I work with now around the world in Singapore and Berlin and all kind of stuff. So it's like if they're around the world, they can't show up to the live because I'm doing it at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and they just can't be there. But they still want to use the product. They still want to know more about it. So really how you set up this webinar is, first of all, you notice I said 20 to 25 minutes. I don't think people care for the super long webinars. Like when you're trying to sell something that's five grand and all that stuff, then yeah, you're going to have to stay for an hour and a half and talk to them. But if you're selling access to a product that's going to be a hundred bucks, 150 bucks a month, then 20, 30 minutes is all you really need. And I, this is a personal belief of mine. I know most people probably won't agree with me on this, but if it's going to take you an hour to explain what the value is and what they get and all of that stuff, and you just have to keep going on and giving a bunch of different testimonials and all of that, I don't think you have your product nailed down just yet. 
I don't think that you're that credible. I, I, I know for a fact most people are going to listen to it and say, wow, this is kind of unhinged. You know, it's just a lot of rambling. It's a lot of unnecessary stories. And that's what I realized the traditional webinars are. It's a bunch of stories and a bunch of, hey, this is how I got to this outcome. And like, I've literally paid for people to teach me how to do webinars. And they always, oh, it has to be an hour and a half and you need a thousand slides. It's like, look, man. If people really, really want the solution that you're providing, they don't need an hour and a half of convincing. They don't need that. So my process is number one, introduction. Why are we here? You know, a simple foundation. Why are we here? What are we talking about? What is this product about? Why should you listen to me? Get the social proof stuff out of the way. I literally only take three to four, five minutes tops to do this. Like, I'm not going to sit there and talk about myself and tell a bunch of stories forever, right? Like, I think there's a time and place for the stories, but I don't believe that if you start off and you're just talking, because most webinars I've watched myself, it's literally the person hosting the webinar telling you their, their, I call it a bullshit backstory. And just talking about what they've gone through and what their clients went through and all that again it's fine but i don't think that works best for SaaS products right if you're a startup founder and you're trying to get people to purchase they don't want to hear a bunch of stories about you and how you overcame all of this stuff like is that important yes but is it the most vital thing hell no so i start off with the intro i just want to show you look i'm chris I've been podcasting for X amount of years. I've done this in podcasting. Boom, that's it. And now I'm moving on, right? I'm going straight to talk about the problem. I want them to understand, and this one I spend way more time on. I want you to understand that I get your problems. That's, I think this is the most important part in my opinion, is to tell stories here about the problems you experience uh, or somebody else you know experience in this particular field. For me, when I'm talking on my webinars, I can explain how, you know, I've set up this software because when I started managing my podcast, my first show, I lost a ton of content because of an old crappy computer. And even how recently is, you know, as late as a couple months ago, I was spending hundreds of dollars a month to save all of my content online because it just, the storage was so expensive and I have so much content. How the clients I've worked with have spent hundreds of dollars a month to manage their content, right? That's where stories are useful when you're showing the audience the prospects that you relate to them, that you understand their problems. So a key point in the problem section is to, Talk about the pain that you know they're experiencing because now you have their attention. If you can talk about their problems and you're using words that they use, you're talking about situations they themselves or people they know have experienced, now you have more credibility and trust with the audience. Then we go from problems into the solution. The solution is obviously the product. But here, where, where I think most traditional webinars do is they talk about like, the features of something like this is what you get here and this is what you get here and all of that is fine when i talk about the solution i want to talk about the outcomes of that solution and i like to break this down in a couple of different ways the first one is the intangible result like like actually tangible i mean to say something that they can like see right something that they can visually see this is a visual outcome that you get right you're gonna see more downloads. You're gonna get more money in your bank account. They can open up the mobile app for their banking or whatever and see that they have more money. 
That's a tangible result. Then I also like to talk about the measurable result, right? Like you're going to save more time. Whereas you used to, you know, take 20 hours a week to manage your podcast using this software is going to take you five hours a week, right? That's a measurable result. The reason why I talk about it that way is because again, these are things that people understand. All people really care about, honestly, is how it's going to benefit them. That's it. They care about the outcomes they're going to get, the outcomes that you're going to deliver to them. Now, if I start talking about the solution in terms of, you know, um, the features, then I'm going to lose them. I will lose a lot of those people because they're like, wow, this is just another thing we're talking about this and blah, blah, blah. And they, you lose their attention. But when I tell you that you're going to save 10 to 15 hours a week on managing your shows or that you're going to make X amount of dollars in X amount of time. Like now I start to build more credibility. Now you have interest in the features. Now your next thought is, well, damn, if I'm gonna get this outcome, how do I get that outcome? That's when you explain the features. So if you notice so far, we did the intro, introduce yourself, keep it really simple. Then we go into the problem, really, really agitate that problem. Use a couple stories there to, you know, explain how you understand their problems and how you relate. Then talk about the solutions in terms of measurable and tangible results. Now we go into the features section. And even when I explain the features, I like to break it down with a benefit, right? So one of the features is you get to use this part of the app where you can send emails. And this feature is amazing because it allows you to do blank. And when I'm explaining that do blank part, it's not like, oh, it allows you to send emails and it's like, no, I'm explaining it in a beneficial perspective. And something I like to use is kind of a script I use verbally for this part is this feature does this so that you can do blank. So this feature sends emails so that you can contact your team faster because that's a benefit. You want to be able to contact your team faster. You want to be able to send an email from the app instead of having to send an email from your email platform, right? Like if you upload something to Dropbox, now you got to go and email somebody to, Hey, it's on Dropbox. Like you don't want to have to do that. So this platform allows you to send that email like that super fast. So every feature I mentioned, I'm still mentioning a benefit with it. And in this section, I only like to mention three features because I've noticed that people care about other features and it's important, but if you get three down, like the three main ones, they're like, okay, I like this. I want to pay for it. You don't want to spend too much time talking about the features and going on and on and on and on and rambling because the truth is they don't care. That's the truth. They really do not care. They care about the outcomes you can give them, but you still got to mention the features, just a couple things. And that's going to really reel them in. Now, once you're done with that section, even if your product isn't done, this is where you put the call to action. This is how I've gotten people to sign up for products that I hadn't even finished yet. And I literally just tell them, Hey, you could be a beta tester. And as a early beta tester, you pay X amount of dollars and you get access for X amount of time. Simple. I think it's important to charge them because I've had a ton of people tell me how amazing a product is. Oh, it's so great. All of that good stuff. And it sounds good. It's great lip service. But the truth is, I'm not going to believe that you believe it's great until you pull out your debit card and pay for it. Simple. Until you pay the fee, I'm not going to believe that you actually like it. 
I think this part is so important because when you hook those early people in, they become your brand ambassadors, you know, when they start using it and they save time and it's useful and it's helpful, they make more money or whatever the benefit is, they going to start telling other people, they start spreading the word for you. And my personal goal is always to get 10 of those people. I like to do that with my podcast too. When I'm launching a new show, I want to have a group of people that love the content. They just love the platform. They love the style of show. They love the topics, all of it, because then those are the people that's going to market the show for me. Now I can market and all of that stuff, but I can't market nearly as good as somebody that loves the content. You know what I mean? So that's my process for selling my MVPs. And it, I'm telling you, man, it's been working very, very great so far. And in terms of formatting, I think you can do this with slides. It's, it's really good too. And, you know, record a video, you could record a presentation. I literally have presentations on this using this format. And it's like never more than 15 slides. I'm, I'm seriously like, this is never more than 15 slides. I never go past 30 minutes. I don't want you to be sitting in front of me for two hours wondering, oh my God, when is this guy going to shut up? No, I want to be able to send you a, a loom video where you can watch it in 15 minutes. You understand what's going on. You understand what the product is. You understand what you get from it. So now you starting to think, well, how much does this thing cost? That's my goal. And I think that having this type of set up for an MVP early is a great way to validate if you have a good idea, obviously. Number two, it's a great way to get people paying early, right? When you have that call to action of, hey, pay a hundred bucks and you get access to it for three months. That's perfect because when you get a couple of people paying that fee, you obviously start bringing some money in, nothing crazy, but foundational revenue. And what that does is show you that the product actually is valuable. People are willing to spend money on it. And during that time, you can continue to build and continue to market and continue to use this webinar. Like I think every founder out there that struggles with marketing can put out a webinar like this and literally use it as your call to action to your products or not your product, but to your content that'll lead to your product. Obviously, like if you post videos on Instagram, if you post threads on Twitter, your call to action can be, Hey, check out this webinar to get the details of our product. It doesn't even have to be a demo because you don't have anything to demo. You could literally break down what the product is going to be in three, six months, nine months, a year and show them, look, this is what you're going to get at the end of the road. Do you want to work with us now and support our, 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 our next steps and our cause, whatever you want to call it. This is an amazing way to bring in money early and to set the foundation, get those brand ambassadors. And I think most importantly, it's just an easier way for founders to market. Like if you're struggling with marketing, the best thing you could do is have something like this, because every person you talk to, you could literally start reaching out to prospects that you think would be great users. Every day you reach out to 25 and start a conversation with them and literally personally send them this webinar. Simple, simple. And then out of 25, if you just convert, let's say two, if you do that every day after a week, you'll have 10, you have 10 paying users. And you have conversations started with all other people. See, but I think it's easier for you to put your head down and kind of just make a bunch of stuff and keep making it and staying. I don't know how to market. This is the easiest way to market your product or your MVP or whatever you want to call it. That thing that you're working on, that you're figuring out, this is how you market it. You put together a presentation on it, explaining, you introduce yourself, you explain the problems, you know, you let the prospects know you can relate and you understand their problems, use their language, 
Then you talk about the solutions. Then you talk about the features that your product will have. And then you tell them how they can work with you. Boom. Very simple. I think this is the substitute for literally all of those founders that are super technical, but don't know how to create. Like this is what you use. A simple 30 minute presentation could bring in uh, some pretty significant revenue. And this is the thing. Nobody says you have to get rid of it. If it works and people are, you know, it's converting at a high level, you can keep using a webinar. You can set up an entire funnel using Facebook ads or using uh, Google ads or YouTube ads or your content. You can continue using a webinar strategy as long as you want to. If it's working, you don't have to shut it down. Like you can improve the presentation. You can switch it up. But I just wanted to produce this episode to kind of explain my formula that I've been using to get users. Uh, because it, it just, it works and it's really, really simple. And I've been able to sell three products now and bring in some really, really good revenue for it to be something that I built just on bubble, no code style. It, it works. And I, I think this is going to help a lot of the marketers out there. Um, but if you are somebody's building products and stuff, man, let's connect on Twitter. I'm connecting with more founders, more, uh, companies. I just, I'm loving these conversations and relationships I'm building, you know, I thank you for supporting the show. If you're listening, man, I really appreciate that. But let's connect on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. You know, if you're in the Pacific Northwest area, you know, Oregon, Seattle area, I'm definitely starting to have meetups and events and stuff because I think a lot of the bootstrapping founders need to stick together. You know, like we have to work together to build these amazing companies and amazing businesses. You know, obviously, some of us want our companies to be sold to the bigger brands. Nothing wrong with that. Some people want to be bootstrapped forever. Just, you know, be at a millionaire or be happy. Whatever it is, man, let's connect. Let's chop it up. Hit me on Twitter at Chris Podcast and I'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.